That ain't going in the beginning. (laughs) 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 And we're, we are limber, young, feline. We are hot. (laughs) (laughs) We're hot, guys. We are hot. H-O-T-T-H-I-C-C. Well, not me, but. But you have a thick heart. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually a medical condition. <laughs> oh my God. And, now, and now, tonight's presentation. Hey guys. Hey guys. We're not as good this, this mm, episode. That's okay. Just kidding. We're better. Hey, guys. Hi, guys. This is Chelsea. And, and she- mm. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do not practice anything before we press record, you guys. We just go. <laughs> we just fucking go for we it. We just do it. Who are you? <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Sheridan. You already know who I am. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Flick Chicks. Flick Chicks. Is this episode Seven. seven? Of season dos. Is it episode seven? I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, it's <gasps> an episode, though. And it's on an episode, <laughs> And today we're looking at Scream. Scream. It's episode yes. six. Episode, oh, okay. Episode six. My episode bad. Episode six. Looking at Scream. 1996. Six. Got 96. that one together. Yep. Yeah, watch out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of our favorites and it's the first movie that we're reviewing in october spooky season spooky season ghosts yeah. ghosts mm-hmm. pumpkins uh. i don't like candy corn <laughs> don't give me the candy corn oh no <laughs> nope i don't like candy corn either dude it's just sugar wax dude what is your favorite like halloween treat holy i'm fuck. talking halloween treat i'm not saying like three musketeers like i'm talking candy apples yeah, yeah i'm talking yeah, like what do you yeah. like I like the pumpkin-shaped Reese's. Oh, nice. I um, I I shit, dude. Oh. I was gonna say candy apples, cause yeah, oh, that is the shit. Like the suckers? No, like or the, like actual no, like candy real, apples. Real like candied apples, dude. Although those po- those lollipops are really good. Though. I have goosebumps, which means that tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I can't tonight. Maybe Wednesday night. <gasps> Wednesday. Mm-hmm. When we do our episode. Okay. No, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I'm this, just. This <laughs> has been vague plans with Chelsea. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking I about. I want to make candy apples. I just don't know what. Oh, day okay. We- yeah, we can totally do that. I want to do pumpkin carving as well. Um. Um. Because that's my favorite Halloween. It's not truly Halloween time until pumpkin carving. Yes, dude. I make the meanest pumpkin seeds <gasps> ever. I, I put, I'll do like a garlic Parmesan. I'll do like Dude. buffalo, chi- oh. a chicken flavor, but maybe just buffalo. I don't know. Okay. Like so we will pumpkin carve and you will, yes. you'll make the pumpkin seeds. And if anybody is interested in going to somewhere fun for Halloween for free, there is this thing called the harvest festival okay and it is just it's no it's in north phoenix so if you were to take the 303 like and just keep going into that weird oh yeah little community carefree i think it is called. yeah it's just past that um but it's this little community and they carve pumpkins and they have like all these food trucks and stuff cool. like that and and they do like scenes with the pumpkins that are carved and oh stuff. that's cool and uh, yeah, last year I went, I got some really, really good draft beer. And then I also got, um, what did I get? I got, oh, I got pumpkin squash soup. Ooh, it was like hot. Yes. And it was flavored so good. So I just took my little cup of soup. I was walking around and looking at all the stuff and sp- feeling super spooky. That is awesome. I love, love, love fall. Me too. That's such a like girl thing to say. It's when we fall in love. Yeah. <laughs> It's my favorite time. It's spooky time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And today is no different because we're talking about this creepy movie. And it's so good. Oh, it's so good. So we're watching it and Chelsea just starts like <laughs> quoting 
every single line. And I'm like, girl, <laughs> Scream was like that movie for me. Scream was, um, it's a standout because in the 90s, there wasn't a lot going on Mm-mm. in horror. No. Especially in the slasher, like, realm. subgenre. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think Jason Takes Manhattan came out in, like, the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Like, they were on, like, the seventh installment of Friday the 13th. They right. were on, like, you know, number five uh, for freddy Mm -hmm. and so like there wasn't a lot going on like child's play came out in the late 80s and like that was pretty cool right um but but i will say i mean not that there weren't like total gems in the 90s because there were Mm -hmm. so many good movies i'll 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 go on out on a limb and say this controversial thought i like horror movies from the 90s yeah because they're i like just a little bit of camp (coughs) in my horror movie Mm-hmm. I like just a little bit of corny, a little bit of, you know, uh, cheesiness. Yeah. And every, I just watched, I went back and I watched Candyman mm-hmm. again for the first time in like a few years. And I, f- first of all, I forgot how good that movie is. It's amazing. It's on Netflix right mm-hmm. now. I put it up on Instagram as like an FYI. Um, go watch it if you haven't seen it. It is a, it is a classic from the early nineties. Uh, and there was all, but it was also so great because there was this total, like, there was also a silliness to it that, right. that made it kind of fantastic. And it just, I like that. I don't know. That whimsical, like, yeah. I'm going to die. I, I, <laughs> uh, I guess it's a, it's a more attractive sort of, it's like flashy death is right. better than like a realistic, like torturous mm-hmm. death, I guess. It's just like more fun to watch. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So I really like horror movies from the 90s. Um, I want to just kind of, in case you guys don't believe me, if you don't believe me, let me list off some classics from the 90s. Okay, we have Jacob's Ladder, 1990. Holy shit. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there were three movies that came out in 1990 that I think, like the year I was born, that I think are really great. Misery, which is... It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Jacob's Ladder. And, um, oh, shoot. I don't have the third one, guys. I didn't write it down. Okay, two. <laughs> two <laughs> amazing movies that came out the year I was born. But other ones that I want to, that I just want to mention really quick. Oh, It, the TV movie mm-hmm. that came out in, ni- that was the third one that came oh, out in 1990. Okay. So those three were like super solid. Damn. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Ooh. came out that came out in the 90s yeah 1998 or 9 that movie it was creepy fucked me up yeah uh event horizon okay. that's a super good sci-fi horror that yeah. came out i know what you did last summer dude yeah what how, uh, how did that not get credit like come on i mean i okay i know <clears> what you <throat> did last summer is like kind of the campiest of those mm-hmm. but i think it's still fun like i, I think it's it. still a fun movie to watch yeah. um but the thing about scream is that it kind of it like it was the first slasher movie in this generation, at least, that was, like, cool. Right. It was, like, like cool teens. Yeah, the ki- the, uh, the cool crowd, basically. Yeah, it was the about partiers, the... partiers. Yeah, like. and it was... It made horror cool. And right. it, it made teenagers go see these horror movies that they wouldn't have before. Because horror movies didn't really... If they starred teens, they were, like, dumb kind of like right. not really t- <clears throat> totally relatable and this made scream was like you felt like those were your friends exactly like those were real like those you know were typical kids that you would find in school you know um, and they they played the the actors played characters that you wanted to be you know yeah I mean? totally like everybody can relate with someone in that movie yeah um the 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 main group of friends are like kind of assholes Mm -hmm. so that when they die like you can't be too sad about it but but they are relatable and they are the the um uh, you know obviously what helps is a good script and this is a smart script it really is and that's also something that you don't see a lot in slasher movies um not i mean i'm not obviously there are exceptions but like most slashers again like have a very simple story simple script there's kind of nothing to it and Mm -hmm. this is like it's self-referential. It's it. It takes place in a generation where 
horror movie where cool kids watch horror movies and they know the rules to these horror movies and like they're aware of the the tropes you know right. um and so it kind of calls itself out mm-hmm. and it was kind of the first horror movie to like call out those tropes yeah they had always been around mm-hmm. but never said out loud mm-hmm. truly until you know when uh when randy makes his big big speech about the rules of surviving a horror movie like they were totally tropes forever but that was the first time anyone really said it out loud and kind of Mm -hmm. brought attention to that and so and then you so after after scream you kind of have uh that trend again where like or just that trend in general where like the writing is a little bit smarter the teens are a little bit cooler yeah you know i did what i know what you did last summer is that group of friends is like cool they're like cool yeah. kids you know um so yeah it was really it changed how we see slashers for mm-hmm. sure and it totally changed the game in the 90s because again there are really good movies out there in the 90s but none that really except for like maybe silence of the lambs um none of them really like made their mark yeah on the genre quite like scream did so and <clears throat> so thank you wes craven for that mm-hmm. uh he directed it by the way r.i.p um if you don't know oh, yeah he's dead huh yes he died in 2015 damn very sad uh in case you don't know he uh wrote and directed last house on the left mm-hmm. um or okay he directed it i'm not sure if he wrote last house on the left but he did direct it um the hills have eyes the original uh nightmare on elm street is i think his like that's what he's most famous for i Mm -hmm. think but he's i mean he directed the serpent and the rainbow if you guys haven't seen it it's so good i haven't seen it it's about voodoo it's really creepy oh shit um and i guess now that we're on the director i'll tell you who wrote it as well uh kevin williamson wrote the movie wrote the script he also wrote i know what you did last summer and he actually wrote I know what you did last summer before Scream. Oh wow! But that screenplay didn't pick, didn't get picked up after until after Scream was like so successful. You know, like mm-hmm. once once that got successful, they were like, oh yeah, remember this thing you wrote a couple years ago? Let's do that now. And um, and I'm not sure how that movie did. I I think it did well in the like really. I think people really liked it. I think it was critically like you know it did okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, oh shoot! I had a point. I forgot. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. Well, because I saw also I was gonna bring up that he also wrote the faculty, which is another really good late. Ni- well, okay, it's it's cool. It's a cool like late nineties, uh, sci-fi like horror. <clears throat> um, the runtime is one hundred and ten minutes. Super quick. It's real nice. Doesn't feel too long. That's why I used to watch it so many times. Yeah. Well, okay. Like I, literally, like yeah. I would put on the movie and like I would finish it and I, I swear to God, like it would just fly by. Yeah. I would rewind it on VHS. I'd play it again. I'd rewind it. I'd play it it's, again. Like, it's just so fun. It is. It's so fun. It's genuinely funny. It's you, hilarious. You, like I, I just had mad crushes on these characters. Like I was like. I knew at that young of an age, I was like, I like the bad boys. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's And it's like, I think that it totally can be put into the genre of horror comedy. Right. You know, it has this total black comedy element to it mm-hmm. that like, it, it j- makes it for me. Right. Um, it, 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 and it doesn't lose the ability to be terrifying though. Exactly. Like, and because um, it's people. Yeah, because it's not a monster hiding underneath your bed. It's a person. It's just a masked like dude. Yeah, and he could be anyone. And that's the that's the other great thing about this movie is that it's a whodunit, right? Which in a slasher was like really not seen. I mean, wasn't really heard of that much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you you know who the killer is in all these slasher movies because you you know you see like their their whole backstory in the beginning, like um. So with this one, you anyone can be a suspect, mm-hmm. which is so fun to watch. It's yes. so fun to watch everybody like figure it out, and then to know, and then go back and watch it like knowing who the killer is, and that's who it. Yes, exactly, and that's how it is the whole movie. Like you're just thinking, like, you oh, know, the person's right there. Yes, you know? like or anybody could have done it. Like da 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 da. Which brings me to my point right now. If you, I'm I'm being serious, you guys. If you have not seen this movie 
please do not listen to any more of this podcast because I'm going to tell you who the killer is at the end and you're yeah. going to you're going to hate me if you know bef- like before you've seen it. You need to feel it for yourself. You need to. You need to figure it out for yourself. It's so please, much fun. Please turn back now if you haven't seen it. We're delving into this movie now. So turn back if you haven't seen it. And and please be excited about it because this movie is such a fucking gem dude it is so good like it's it's still like all these years have gone by and i put it on and i'm just like i can remember all the words like yeah i remember how i felt the first time i saw billy and his bubble butt (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i mean even if you know even if it's been spoiled for you and you still haven't seen it go see it yeah it's on it like i said it's on netflix all right let's get into it so First of all, holy shit, this cast is brilliant. Um, I mean, you have, this is like, again, this is a slasher movie that cast actors that were popular at the time. Big names. Big names. Uh, Nev Campbell, David Arquette, Courtney Cox, Jamie Uh, Kennedy, Matthew uh, Lillard, dude, uh, a uh, gem. uh, I love you, Matthew Lillard. You are amazing. I want to meet you if you're listening. Um, Drew Barrymore, Henry Winkler, Henry fucking Winkler plays the principal, the principal. of the high school. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this cast, Rose McGowan, I mean, come on. Everybody in this movie is amazing. And, and dude, once, once they, once they cast Drew Barrymore, people were like, I gotta be on this fucking film. Yeah. And you know, what's so crazy is that Drew Barrymore is on every single poster for this movie she was in every commercial and like they kill her off in the first 10 minutes the first 10 minutes dude that's all the scream time scream time (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness we are patenting that tm (laughs) that's all she had dude yeah that's it um and it did so well and that was her idea it was her idea. She was going to be cast throughout the fucking movie. Oh. And she goes, wait, I have this idea. Only put me in the first 10 minutes. That and was- they were pissed. And Wes Craven was about to pull out. He was about to pull out of the film because she said only 10 minutes. He was like, nope. But she convinced him Whoa. to continue directing it. Dude. And it was the most genius thing she's ever done. Dude. I love Drew Barrymore. I she's I so, love her. And in Never Been Kissed, dude, I, that's another movie I can watch over and over again. I love that movie. Those like, those like '90s teen, like yeah, like young adult movies for sure. So good. Well, they were a staple of my childhood for sure. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, even Scream, I watched as a kid. Like that was the that was the scary movie that for some reason like I wasn't like I wouldn't watch the murders, but I would just watch the mystery yes. of the movie and like and really like it, you know. Um. You could, I, I think I could argue that, like, Scream was the first horror movie I saw, like, front to back. You know, like, beginning to end, I guess? I'm not sure. I'm glad you said front to back. Because <laughs> you never go back to front, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this was one of those movies that um, was suspected not to do great because filming, again, was a nightmare. Yep. They couldn't find a high school that would let them... That's right. ...film because it was you know it was a movie about teens getting killed so they, they were f- worried about how that would look they had to finish out in a library i, I think, think that, so yeah. i think so yeah so they it took forever to find a location um Wes craven like wasn't super on board uh with it hello <laughs> we have a visitor okay psycho. <laughs> so anyway they couldn't find a school to shoot in and is he still there? Yes, he's still Get there. Get him out of here. Shoot in or shoot up. <laughs> Get Shout the out fuck to out Bubba McComb. Um, <laughs> and it was really hard to find communities to shoot in because, again, none of the parents, these like real people who lived in the, in the neighborhoods, wanted to like support this movie about teens getting killed. But eventually, it got done. It uh, they only filmed for eight weeks, which doesn't seem long to me. Seems like a very short amount of time. That is very short. That is April to June. And I think they filmed it all in Southern California. Yeah. At least in California. Yeah. I did find that out. Because remember, we were like, I wonder where that is. 
the producers like hated all of Wes Craven's ideas. They didn't want, you know, everything down to like the mask that they used. Um, they didn't like the name of the movie. The movie was supposed to be called Scary Movie. Scary. That's right. Which I think is so funny because now yeah. it's just a, a like franchise of awful comedies. Um, but they didn't. And, they, and obviously they didn't like the kills, which by today's standards are super tame. Mm-hmm. The violence is not. Nothing. Not really. I mean, okay. The beginning is really gruesome. And uh, Tatum's death is pretty gruesome. But that's it. Like, there's not really... Well, you've got the boyfriend. That's what I'm saying. Like, in the beginning of the movie, that's pretty gruesome. The stab scene at the end? Yeah, but, like, that's not super gory. Like, you see blood, For me, though, it's the acting. Like, Uh, the acting plus the, like... Yeah. I don't want to talk about it yet, because I want to get really into that. But... (laughs) um, I do agree, though. But yeah, but I mean, obviously, like, turned out okay. It released in December of 96, and it did very well. Mm -hmm. Um, It got, again, like, it got cool young people to go to the horror movie. Right. And and everybody really liked it, with good reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you know that Linda Blair is in this movie? She plays a reporter. Really? Yeah. When she, the reporter who's like, people have the right to know like that was her yeah that's linda blair (laughs) yeah um that's funny yeah so the thing you get after this movie this movie was made for a lot of money it was it had really high profile actors in it which is something that horror movies don't usually get at least like teen slashers Mm -hmm. so after this movie you get all these like hot movie stars in horror movies sarah michelle Gellar, jennifer love hewitt freddie prince jr like uh, you get like these popular teen idols in like slashers, which I think is really fun. I think that's why I like watching them too. Cause like those are my childhood like celebrities. So yeah. it's, it's fun. Like watching them get killed off. <laughs> you twisted sick bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, <laughs> okay. I watched scream Two after we, we watched scream together. And then the next night I was like, you know what? I should watch scream Two And like, compare you know uh scream 2 wow that it uses the exact same score as the first one i'm (laughs) not kidding like the exact same score and it's like oh it's it's not as bad no it is i almost couldn't finish it um okay so now let's get into it because the first 15 minutes are my favorite okay it opens with a cold open which is one of the best cold opens probably of any horror movie or any movie really. It's it is it it's a perfect setup mm-hmm. for what the rest of the film is going to be, but I was telling Chelsea this, it has always felt so different from the movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like the first 15 minutes are like its own thing because it's so scary it is it's It's genuinely scary we don't get to any funny stuff until maybe 30 45 minutes in but like the first 15 minutes with drew barrymore are some of the scariest i think in film she's at home she's about to watch a movie and she's making some popcorn we've all been there you know home alone for the night your parents are on a date literally the first like the first cut scene where we see her the phone's ringing and she answers it. And well, and like, of course, like you're like, and you know, she's answering her like big ass home phone, yeah. which we all used to have when we were kids. And, she, you know, and so it's this stranger and he starts kind of like pseudo flirting with her. And at first, and you know, she's hanging up. She's like, they have 900 numbers for that. Like, yeah, like she bye. just hangs up. Yeah. Like, and, she's, I, and she knows she's hot. Oh yeah. She's that cocky blonde girl. Yeah. 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 She knows her shit. Yeah. She's, you know, she, I think like, she kind of likes it. She does. That this guy is like, you know, keeps calling her, you know? So, you know, he keeps calling and she hangs up, but then he calls back and then they're talking about, they're talking about the movie she's going to watch. Yeah. And, uh, he goes, what's your favorite scary movie? (laughs) It's like, that's my favorite line. 
Um, and they start talking about Halloween and, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's what she says. She's like, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And he goes, the one that- <laughs> and I think, okay, I think this happened. So like he says, what's your name? And she goes, why do you want to know my name? He goes, so I'm, I want to see who I'm looking at. I want to see who I'm looking at. She Dude. Goes, what? And, and the music goes, boom. Like, it, yeah. it, like, you know, it immediately gets uh, sinister. Right. And then she says, what? And he's like, I, I want to know who I'm talking to. Yeah. He immediately changes like, his answer. Dude, and I, dude, if I was home alone. Mm-hmm. And I got a fucking call. I immediately I'd be like, and nine one one. Yep. Like, yep. I already know I'm gonna die. Yep. Uh, and her. And if you notice, that house is a lot of glass. There's yeah. a lot of windows. There are a lot that she's very exposed. Yes. Like even though she's in her house, like <sighs> she's. It doesn't feel safe because her house is gigantic. First of all, it's beautiful, and it's all like windows and bay doors mm-hmm. that are glass. So, she, um. So, yeah, so then she looks out on the back porch and sees that her boyfriend is strapped to a chair, like taped to a lawn chair. And so she knows shit is about to go down and down it goes. And he wants to play a game. He wants to play a game. The only way that she can survive and keep her boyfriend alive is to answer questions about scary movies. Yeah. So he says, who is the killer in, in Halloween? And she said, and she's like, no. I can't answer and then he dies right now yeah yeah (laughs) so she says Michael Myers and then he says who was the killer in Friday the 13th and she says it was Jason and he says nope I'm sorry that's the the wrong wrong answer (laughs) and uh Mrs. Voorhees yeah it was Mrs. Voorhees yeah everyone knows (laughs) so that's that's curtains for Steve and Steve gets gutted gutted not just like his neck slit nope gutted talking uh, open belly guts, like guts flopping out yeah like on the pool deck he's not looking good and also like his knees are he has like bloody oh, stabbed knees i think they like took his legs out that's so before scary. so she um she try she gets out of the house and she sees that her parents are coming home they're like driving up the driveway and she thinks she's saved. She's like, thank, thank God. God. Yeah. So she runs out. But then uh, the killer comes out of a window and runs her down, stabs her in the chest. In the fucking chest. And it's like that slow motion scene where yep. he, gra- he grabs her mouth to yep. cover her mouth from screaming. Yep. And takes his other hand and stabs it right into her chest. So she's now on the ground. Phone is still in her hand. And her parents are walking up her to the pa- front yeah. door. And, and she's, she's going, <gasps> yeah, she can't breathe. Uh. She can't yell. Uh, Cause I think she was being choked earlier. So she mm-hmm. can't yell for help. And she's just stabbed multiple times, just right there in her front yard where her parent, like while her parents are walking up and they get home, see that there's been some kind of break in. They start freaking out. The mom goes out the front door to go to the neighbors and sees Drew Barrymore strung up on a tree. Gutted. Her, her guts hanging. It is nasty. When I was little, I had to fast forward through that part. Oh, yeah, every totally. Time. So scary. Yeah, for sure. Um, Because that is, first of all, those are like, again, the most gruesome kills in the movie. Right. And we get it in the first 10 minutes. And you're just like, what? And you're killing off they kind of did like a psycho kind of thing where they killed off what we thought was going to be the main character. Right. Like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, so after that we meet, uh, it's like the, it's, I think it's the same night and we're, but we're at Sydney Prescott's house, mm-hmm. Sydney Prescott net played by Nev Campbell. She's our, f- I guess, final girl, our little um, virgin. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, she's typing away at her computer doing some homework or some shit and she hears a rustling outside outside and, her window. and so and knowing what we know now the first 10 minutes of the movie i'm just like ghost face is right outside your window yep, bro she's gonna get it but nope it's bubble billy. it's bubble butt billy billy everybody okay he enters with like a jump scare there's like rustling in the trees and she looks out the window and he's like bah <laughs> But he really does that. He like screams and like, and I feel like a lot of people enter scenes with like a jump scare in mm-hmm. this movie and it's kind of 
<laughs> I'm like, is are they making fun of it? Is that a thing? <laughs> like, <laughs> so um, we meet the boyfriend. He cl- he like climbed up her house into her window and it basically tells her that it's got blue balls. <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just sick of this uh, PG rated yeah. relationship and I want to see your pussy. Let's make it into <laughs> 17. <laughs> so they kind of have like a mini makeout session and he she starts c- filling up on her leg. She calls him stud bucket. All right. That's enough stud bucket that I've mm, horrible. I don't, yeah, I don't like it. Like uh, what kind of studs are you putting in this bucket? Why are you relating ew. it to your, attra- your uh, why? Yeah. So then, uh, so, oh, and, and also like the dad, the dad's like, what's going on in there? <laughs> so she kicks him out <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she kicks him out and he just kind of, oh, the dad. <laughs> no, she the kicks the, yeah, she kicks Billy out. Not before showing him her tits. Oh, yeah. She's like, can you settle for a PG-13, Billy, huh? And then he shows her flashes him. Yep. Uh, So then we basically, like, the next day at school, Sydney finds out finds out about, like, these murders. Casey is dead. Yep. Casey and Steve are dead. Um, And we kind of get an intro of, like, of her core group of friends. So there's Tatum, played by Rose McGowan. Tatum's boyfriend, Stu. Stu, that's Matthew Lillard. And, of course, we have Billy. Billy. And Randy, who is played by Jamie Kennedy. Dude. He is the best. He's the smartest virgin. (laughs) (laughs) He's the best. Um, They're talking about how it went down, you know, how someone could kill somebody and it takes a man to do, do something, something like, like that. that. <laughs> yeah. Our man's mortality. And then we meet, uh, Gail Weathers who is covering Gail, Gail Weathers is a reporter. She's covering the murders. Is that something Cox? Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Monica from, from friends. friends. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she's doing a report on the murders uh. and, Whoa. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Angry. And she also was the one who broke the story about Sydney Prescott's mom's murder that happened which just many, a year ago, which just so happened to fall like a exactly a year before. That's crazy. Um so we're kind of introduced to this subplot that Sydney's mother was raped and murdered a year before. And uh Sky. Sydney Sydney testified in court against Cotton Weary. Yeah, against a, a man named Cotton Weary who was having an affair with her mother. Right. Um, Gail Weathers thinks that he was framed. Cotton and, Weary. Yeah, yeah, thinks that Cotton Weary was framed. And she's ri- currently writing a book about it, about the trial, about mm-hmm. Cotton Weary. man behind bars. Yeah. So uh, Sydney does not like her at right. all because she knows that she you know, got the right guy and she knows that Cotton Weary, you know, killed her mother. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of this like animosity. Yeah. This other. rocky kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. And then, so, so Sydney's dad is gone. He's on a business trip for like the weekend. So we have no dad. Um, we have, all of these teens who well, doesn't she get before the before the party though yeah she goes over to her house and something and scream shows himself well yeah so like the i'm i'm setting up the who done it oh i got you yeah I that's all you. i'm doing the oh. dad left on a business trip um and is not seen pretty much for the rest of the movie yeah the entire entirety of it uh, we're just like the whole time is just trying to find the dad. The dad disappears. Right. So it's, it's a whole, they don't know, even like he had a hotel he was going to be staying at and they couldn't even find the hotel. Right. And I the- think that it, and I guess I'll get to it at the end, but <laughs> I have a, I have a theory about why that is. So, um, <laughs> so Sydney herself gets a call from this ghost face killer uh when she's home alone she's waiting for tatum to come over and pick her up and she's freaked out about being alone because 
you know, the year anniversary of her mom's death is looming and this whole murder that just happened a couple days before is kind of freaking her out. Right. And then she gets a call from Ghostface and he does the same thing. What's your favorite scary movie? Um, and then she says, you know, I don't watch that shit. And he goes, he says, oh, why? And she says, oh, you know, it's because they're all the same. It's just some stupid killer running around, you know, chasing some big boob actress who can't like can't act who goes up the stairs instead of going out the front door <laughs> and when he shows up she shoots up those fucking stairs yeah she dude. does not go out the front door goes, oh this is where i'm supposed to go yeah I um it. so ghostface shows up at her house and attacks her she is able to lock herself in her room uh because her closet door is on the adjacent wall to her to her bedroom door so yeah, like when she, she can jam when, it yeah when she opens her closet door all the way it blocks anyone from opening her bedroom door it's crazy um so she gets on her she's able to very resourcefully she's able to get on her computer and type in 911 and which is a th- i don't really i don't know if that was a thing back then yeah but like a chat uh, room for 911 <laughs> but so she di- she like dials 911 from her computer and then she looks back and the killer's gone and then all of a sudden, there's a noise at the window, yep. and guess who it is? It's Billy. Bubble butt Billy. It's Billy. And he shows up, and you know she's like, "Oh my god!" And she's so scared, and he's trying he's, to calm her down. Yeah, and then a cell phone drops, drops out of his floor. pocket. <laughs> and then she starts running she's terrified because she makes that connection which yeah. is good for her hell yeah that's what i mean i'm sorry but i would think like i would think that like if I, you I mean, okay because yeah. first of all like cell phones you know people had them back then but not too many it wasn't like a, a super common thing for people to have right um and it does seem fishy that as soon as the killer left he shows up exactly like oh um, coincidentally you're just here yep hmm. so he she runs down and this part is the, the probably the funniest <laughs> part of the whole movie she get she like runs downstairs she she tears open the front door and she comes face to face with the ghost face Stewie! but it's not <laughs> the ghost face it's just the mask and it's being held by deputy dewey deputy dewey played by uh david arquette who is tatum's brother yeah tatum's brother he's, he's a police a, officer yeah police officer and he um she screams and then he screams and i think it's just really funny but they so, get him they get billy yeah they which arrest i think it's cool because i thought billy would have ran yeah but they ended up they, well wait, he i mean he was trying to prove his innocence well sure yeah i'm sure if he ran so they arrested him they arrest him they take him down like downtown mm-hmm. and uh Sydney is there and he you know he's being interrogated but he is a I think he only stays in jail for like a night or right. something and they can't prove that it's him yeah they pulled the phone right re- they pulled his phone records and it turns out that he didn't make that call to Sydney that night right so they let him go mm-hmm. uh but Sydney is still she's Sh- she's shaken up yeah she's really shaken up um the next day at school she runs into him and she kind of freaks out and, and that, well, before she went to the school, that's when we see that deck scene because they try to escort Sydney out the back way of the police station. Oh, right. And Gail Weather, she's like, fuck this. Like, I can't get in the front. I'm going to go in the back. And she takes her little camera guy. Right. And sure enough, she runs into Sydney and Tatum. Yep. And, you know, she, Sydney's just, you can tell she wants to hit her already. And oh, yeah. And she's like, you know, oh, are you almost finished with your book? And then Gail's like, yeah, I'll send you a copy. Sydney. Boom. Boom. Dexter, Dexter right in the face. <laughs> Bam. Send Sid. you a copy. Bam. Bitch went down. Yeah. <laughs> Sid. Super, Super bitch. bitch. <laughs> so uh, she spent, she's now she's spending the night at Tatum's because, you know, they still can't find her father and she's really freaked out about, you know, what happened, uh, obviously. And Sydney gets a call at Tatum's house from the killer. <laughs> and you fingered the wrong guy. Yeah, you fingered the wrong <laughs> Again, he again? says again. Ooh. Dude. That's so fucked up. Yeah. Oh so um, in reference, obviously, to Cotton Weary. And her mother. Uh, so she hangs up. And then and then Dewey comes back to the phone. He's like, hello? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Nothing. We sounded like actual one person. Yeah. That was both of us, you guys, if you didn't know. We both said hello at the same time. So then... The next, I think it's the next day, they go to school and Sydney's attacked again in, in the school. Bathroom. In the bathroom at school. In okay. The f- women's bathroom. Here's the thing. 
being at school is supposed to be a safe place. Safe you're supposed haven. to feel you're supposed to feel safe at school, uh, which is why it's so scary now to be in school. Yep. Jesus Christ, that's a whole other thing. Yep. But you're supposed to be safe at school. Getting attacked by a serial killer at school is the scariest thing I could think of. Like it's terrifying. Um, and he attacks her in the bathroom. She's able to get away. Unfortunately, there were a lot of kids in the school wearing the costume right. that day, you know, running around and being crazy. So they, you know, nobody obviously like can't know who it is. Um, and then we I think at that point, the school gets suspended. Like yeah. they cancel classes for the foreseeable future because she was attacked like in the school. I think. Yeah. I think that's why. Because uh, like nobody yeah. else. I don't think anyone else got murdered. I don't think. Yet. Not yet. Yeah. Because that's the night that they have their party. And that's like the whole climax of the movie. So mm-hmm. so basically classes get canceled because people were pulling pranks. Sydney was getting attacked in the bathroom. Like there, uh, a curfew was set. Uh, the, so the town like kind of goes on lockdown after like 6 p.m. Right. So they all decide to have... A, a party at Stu's house. Like so much fun. And these people are, they're like the rich kids. Yeah. Okay. They live in super fancy houses. Um, All of the houses are like mansions. The parents they're are always fucking gone. Yeah. They're always all like on business them. trips. Yeah. They're all gone. So, so um, Tatum and Sydney are talking and Tatum kind of, she tells her like, Hey, you know, I think that maybe there's something to this Cotton Weary story because, unfortunately, like, your mom was involved with a lot of men. Mm-hmm. You know, this whole, su- this again, this whole subplot emerges where we get this kind of story about Sydney's mom having affairs because her dad is a businessman and, like, goes on trips a lot like he does in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she- he's gone a lot, so she enjoys the company of other men and she can't stand it. She like the whole town kind of feels that way about her. Mm-hmm. And so Sydney kind of already feels like, um, I don't know what the, like, uh, isolated. Yeah. I guess. Um, people at school are talking shit about her. Those girls in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, so she's kind of tormented not only by this killer, but by like the reputation that her mother had. And so she kind of feels like people are going to think that about her. Uh, so which leads her to not have a super great time at this party, but, but she goes because she'd rather be there than, yeah. than like alone get murdered. Um, and then that night, uh, during the party principal Hembry gets killed. Yeah. Oh, and Gail Weathers shows up to the party. Yeah, so they mm-hmm. so we get to the we get to the party and uh everybody's there. It's right. a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And um uh Gail Weathers shows up because a bunch of teenagers showed up at one place. So well, she found it a good opportunity yeah. to hide a camera too. Yeah, so she she finds an excuse to go in via Deputy Dewey cuz he's there watching fat over crush on her. Oh yeah, <laughs> they met on the set of this movie so and fell in love and I don't think they're together anymore, but Oops. it was fun while it lasted. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so, uh, deputy Dewey's there. She kind of uses him to get inside the party, mm-hmm. uh, plant a camera right above the VCR, you know, under the TV so that she can kind of have a, a good vantage point of everything. Uh, and then she basically leaves her and deputy Dewey leave and kind of just like peruse the perimeter mm-hmm. <laughs> for a little while. Um, and, uh, Tatum goes to get some beers. She goes down to the garage, grabs some beers. She grabs so many beers. Oh yeah. Like why woman? Yeah. Um, and she starts walking back and the door closes and, and locks. Yeah, locks. So she can't get out. So she just opens up the garage to get out walking to it but somebody presses the button (laughs) and it closes on her yep so she is trapped she turns around ghost face Mm -hmm. and she thinks it's somebody she thinks it's randy or or whoever so she says she says oh you want to play psycho killer (laughs) 
<laughs> nods. What is this? Spit on my garage. <laughs> yeah, spit on my garage. Um, so she is grabbed by the killer and like he cuts her arm. And that's when she, she knows shit's real. Oh yeah, she starts throwing beers at him. Like one smashes into his face. And she goes to go out the cat door. Uh that's like in that's like in, in the garage. So she's getting out, but then the killer presses the garage door and it starts going up mm-hmm. and she is like halfway through. So she's att- essentially attached to the garage door and she yep. starts going up. You can only imagine what's going to happen when her head gets on top of the uh, roof there. Squish. Yep. She gets Which, straight crushed. Fun fact. They actually had to nail her to the garage in order to hang there oh really yeah it was not a not a comfortable scene for her oh i'm sure all while she had and they were all talking about yeah her nipples like they had to stay hard like the whole time well i mean that's that's a total horror movie trope too like no Mm -hmm. no girl wears a bra in a horror movie like Mm -mm. (laughs) oh my god but there's like after that though there's no nudity no in this yeah like you don't, see, you know, Sydney flashes Billy, but you don't see, I mean, you don't see it. She gets buck naked, dude. You don't get to see a thing. Nope. But. There's even a, like a sex scene mm-hmm. and there's nothing shown. Just like shoulder, yeah. you know? <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so Tatum gets fucked. Not a good way. Mm-mm, the bad way. She gets crushed by the garage door and then he just leaves her body there. Mm-hmm. Just leaves it. Um, Which is cool. Old yeah fuck, dude and then billy shows up at the party and sydney is like we have to talk <laughs> and Stu's like yeah <laughs> yeah you do so they go upstairs and sydney basically says you know i'm sorry for being emotionally cold and like basically i'm sorry for not having sex with you Ugh. since my mom died like she basically like i don't know apologizes for not touching him which yeah. i'm not really like she was grieving her mom's death like i, know, I don't think you fuck? should not apologize for that no uh but they they end up they end up having sex she loses her virgin i think she's like losing her virginity to yeah. him no she was because she's considered the virgin right so then after she says you know after they're done she goes who'd you call in prison yeah in prison you get one phone call so who'd you call and he says i called my dad and she's like, the sheriff called your dad. Yeah. He was like, yeah, except this time I didn't pick up. Yeah, my dad didn't pick <laughs> up when I called. Which I thought was so slick, dude. He he really fit that in well. And dude, I have to quick. say, like, if she's asking that question immediately after sex, that probably wasn't very good oh, sex. dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like that was probably on her mind, like, the whole time. Who'd you call? Hmm? Finish. Finish. Finish quicker. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so she, she's still kind of suspicious. He goes, you didn't, you don't think I, you still don't think I did it. Do you? And what do I got to do to, t- yeah. What, what do I, I got to do? And As he says th- it is the, in the creepiest way. He's yeah. like, he's just so menacing. And he's, he looks so angry while he's saying it. Yeah. He looks really angry and he's just like, what do I have to do? And you're like, <laughs> and oh she's god. like, oh my god. And then she goes, oh my god. And there's a freaking ghost face. There's ghost Billy. face. And he stabs Billy in the chest. Straight up stabs Billy. And he looks at her and he's like, oh. yep. And he falls. Why and didn't she, you believe me? She runs. She runs so fast. She's never run faster in her life out of that door. And she goes through this like maze of a house. I don't mm-hmm. understand how this house works. No, like, I don't either. She's down one hallway and then in a bedroom, but then she's like in the in kitchen. A, yeah, I don't. It's <laughs> weird, dude. And she can't get out of the house. So she ends up jumping through a window. Well, she ends up like in the attic. Yeah. And then back uh, first and falls onto the boat. Yeah. Like, and, ow. And then she gets up and sees Tatum's body in the garage. Up. In the uh, and then she freaks out again. So gross. I uh, and then she she runs like away from the house. Yeah. Oh yeah, she runs out into the road. And at this point, um, there a lot has gone on. E- but there. So in the meantime, like, so she gets out, yeah. and everybody else inside is watching Halloween. Right. And this is where Randy does his famous speech about. You know, there are certain rules that one must abide by to successfully survive a horror movie. And he, like, goes down this list of things. And 
I think, oh, okay. And then that, and then they get a phone call saying that principal Hembry was murdered and his body was like strung up on a goal on the post. Goalpost. So, the, so everybody books it. They're like, let's go see it before the cops <laughs> pull the body down. And like, <laughs> Jesus kids, like, fuck. So crazy. So every, like almost everybody leaves. Randy stays to, cause he's like drunk, like, and he doesn't want to like see that. So he's, right. he's watching Halloween by himself and we see a ghost face coming up, coming up him. behind him. And he's watching a scene where Michael Myers is coming up yep. behind Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. So he's, and I just think it's so funny cause his name is Jamie, his real name. <laughs> so the whole time he's like, Jamie, Jamie behind you. No, come on. And so, and you know, yeah, and it's dude. just such a clever scene. You're seeing both of these things happen at the same time. So you're screaming at Jamie Kennedy and he's screaming at Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> and like, while this is happening, there's a delay so that the, basically the, the newscaster Gail Weathers and her roadie. Yeah. Um, basically has a set. They're up seeing in a van. this happen. Yeah, yeah. They're in a van outside of the house watching this happen. But then the, uh, what's her name? The, Oh, wow, Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Sydney runs to the van and it's just her and the, the video guy. Yeah. And then the video guy remembers, oh, shit. There's a delay. There's a delay. He opens up the door. He gets sliced and diced. Sliced and diced. <laughs> Was that before or after? <laughs> Did he put a liver in a mailbox? Because <laughs> I had to put it in a mailbox next to a spleen in a pancreas. <laughs> so, uh, so the cameraman, Gail's cameraman, gets it. He gets fucked. Right in the neck. And uh, then Sydney runs out of the van. Yeah, she runs out of the backside of the van and then tries to get in a into her Jeep. Or I don't know if it's her Jeep, but it's like a Jeep. And Ghostface has the keys. So she runs back into the house and sees Dewey. Mm-hmm. And Dewey has been stabbed in the back. That's so sad. Uh, and then Stu and Randy come running up to Sid and they're like, he did it it. he's crazy let me in and she doesn't know and she's got a gun she's got dewey's gun at this point she doesn't know who to believe so she says fuck you both and closes the the door yeah she and you can hear them out they're outside screaming like please please and you just feel so guilty dude yep um and then i comes billy yep rolling down the stairs (laughs) oh my god (laughs) billy is alive and just barely and rolls down the stairs towards sydney uh and she helps him up he he asked for the gun <gasps> yes okay so she uh she gets he gets up says everything's gonna be okay you know you're give me the gun just give me the gun and then randy runs in and he's like and i think he says something like don't give him the gun or something and he just shoots uh shoots randy right in the shoulder <sighs> And says, we all go a little mad sometimes. Oh, yeah, Anthony, yeah, yeah. He's Randy says, he's yeah. mad. Yeah. He goes, Anthony Perkins, psycho. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which so, I'm getting tattooed on my body somewhere. So Stu is the killer. Or not Stu. Uh, well, I mean, Stu, Stu, and Stu, Billy. Stu and Billy. Uh, Billy was the mastermind of this whole thing. And if you uh, like paid attention to the whole movie, he makes a lot of movie references. Yep. So just like the killer did in the first 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah. So we we know that he's kind of a little too obsessed with horror movies. Yep. Um, and we find out so much here. They basically take yeah, Sydney into the kitchen. Yeah, it's a big exposition dump. So yeah. like, so uh, Billy takes Sydney into the kitchen and, and Stu, I can't remember how Stu is like revealed and all this, but he is involved as well. Right. Oh yeah, because, oh yeah, he shows up and... Because Casey Becker was his ex-girlfriend. So he... So that's how he fits in. Yeah, Stu like stumbles in and he's not looking good and Sid goes, oh my God, I'm so glad you're here. And he takes out the voice changer and yep. he's like, surprise. You know? <laughs> so they're, you know, and the fact that it's two killers makes it all make sense yeah like like how of course things- there were two killers yeah. you know how could all of this been happening while billy was in jail so basically billy's mom left his dad because he was having an affair with sydney's mom and that really messed billy up billy made me billy sad yep made a little billy sad and he uh he raped and murdered uh sydney's, sydney's mother mom. I think with Stu, I think like they did it yeah, together. I think so too. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of this whole thing gets revealed where, you know, at first Billy says, 
you know, there doesn't need to be a motive. That's the great thing about like the 90s. Like it's the 90s. Right. Um, but then he says, okay, you know, here, how's, how's this for motive? And he goes into this story that I just said. And that's another thing that was, um, that wasn't like originally thought that was something that was planned out during the movie because they kept thinking like, should there be no motive? Is that scarier? And then they were like, well, a motive is scary. So they fit both in. I think, I I mean, I think that both are okay, but I, I, it's a lot scarier for me if someone just goes nuts yeah just like you know it just snaps yeah just snaps Mm -hmm. like um i i think that the movie could have been just as effective right uh if billy didn't have a motive Mm -hmm. um again he's obsessed with horror movies like exactly just wants to kill people like just got just watched one too many horror movies you know Mm -hmm. um and I think that would have been just as effective. Right. But the storyline was killer, though. Oh, dude. Yeah. So no pun intended. Ah. So then Stu pulls out Sydney's father from, from the like closet. closet. And I'm like, has he just been there yeah. for like five days? Exactly. Like, have you fed him? Yeah. Like he. Dad. <laughs> oh, my God. Every every time. Every time. <laughs> um. Yeah. So sh- he. I can't imagine the hell that he's been through. Right. He went through a whole other movie that, you know, like, <laughs> Oh my God. So oh they pull God. him out and their plan is to frame Sydney's father and, um, make it look like they were victims. Yeah. Of kill this. his daughter, kill yeah. himself. But before he does, he like almost stabs. kills. Yeah. yeah. Stu and Billy. Yeah. So they, it's not a bad idea. It's dude. not, you know, cause th- I think this was pre, you know, uh, this was before the time where forensic shit was like really crazy. Like you can't get away with anything now. No. Shit. But like, so they, it was a it's pretty solid, pretty solid plan. Right. They did it before they framed cotton weary and it worked out great. Yep. Uh, but then, uh, um, but then Gail shows up with a gun. She, she got knocked out by a ghost face at one point and she shows up with a gun and, is like I'm gonna change the ending of this movie, and she goes to shoot Billy. And she has the safety on. Yep, <laughs> the safety was on. He just grabs the gun and smacks her in smacks the face with it. Pistol whips her, dude. Yep, bam. And he says, you know, something about it works better with the safety off. Yeah. And na- so oh, now, w- so now Billy has a gun, and he was getting ready to shoot her. Yes, but. Sydney is oh gone. yeah okay because yeah Stu and Billy got so sidetracked by right. Gail Weathers that Sydney made it her great escape with mm-hmm. her father she took she took dad yeah and called calls the house with the voice changer yeah and he you know she does the same thing do you like scary movies mm-hmm. like let's play a game it's called I just called the police and you're going to jail like yeah. um so Stu at this point Stu and Billy have already stabbed each other to make it look like they were victims of this massacre so they're not doing well no um tensions are high they you know S- billy thinks that Stu stabbed him too hard so he stabs him real and good sta- and like, yeah do the stab game it's like, really uncomfortable to watch uh them stab each other it's very it's, hard Ooh, cut me cut me too deep, cut me too deep. yeah Dude, that part made me sad he's uh, like and he's talking he gets on the phone with sydney and he's like did you call the police? And she's like, you, you bet your sorry ass I did. He's like, <laughs> my mom's going to be so mad at me. <laughs> so, uh, so Billy goes through the house to try to find her. And, and he's going fucking crazy. Oh, Tell- yeah. Tearing apart pillows and oh, shit. Oh, yeah. He's going crazy. She finally jumps out of a closet wearing the costume mm-hmm. and stabs him in the chest with an umbrella with an um, with the tip of with an a, umbrella and it looks sharp yeah it looks like a really it sharp directly tip. into his, his where it, it looks like where his heart region is I don't yeah know. um it was just a retractable yeah. thing but uh she stabs him and he goes down and then uh and then i think gail stew oh stew attacks sydney yeah and they have a huge fight all around like the house. And then she crushes his head with a giant ass TV. TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Electrocutes him. I love that Halloween is playing at this time, too, because you're yes. everyone's like walking through the house and there's like creepy music from Halloween playing. And it's just like, oh, it's it's really scary. So she crushes his head with the TV and Stu is out. Mm-hmm. He is done. Um, I think. And then, OK, I might be misremembering, but that's I think when. 
Gale comes in. Yeah. And like shoots uh, Stu with the now safety on, uh, off. Dude. <laughs> You're not trying to eat on this podcast right I now. I know. Okay. Uh, s- <laughs> so Billy, uh, Billy goes down and I think he's done. Gail's like, I found the safety bitch or something like that. And everything seems to be okay. Randy's good. He's still alive, although he's been shot. So now we have left Dewey, uh, Gail, Sydney, and Randy. I think those are the ones that are left. Right. And then Randy, you know, says, don't, you know, watch out. This is the part at the end of the scary movie where the killer comes back for one last scare. And then Billy, like, jumps up and does a jump scare. And then they shoot him in the head. Directly, yeah. Sydney shoots him right between the eyes. Yep. That part I love. And then he goes down. And that's it. <gasps> and then and then Gail, like right after, didn't even like do her hair or makeup or anything, just like got up and pressed record on her camera and like mm-hmm. starts telling the events of the night. That's crazy. And that's it. Uh that's Scream, and it's the fucking best. It's so goddamn good. It's dude. smart, it's funny, it's really creepy. It has some really just genuinely good performances, yes, I think. Absolutely. Um it's one it definitely top three favorite movies of the nineties. Oh s- same. For sure. Um it totally redefined the slasher genre. Uh I'm trying to see if there's anything I want to bring up that I didn't What did you do this week? Oh shoot, <laughs> we forgot again. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I want to talk about one more thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I want to know what was going on with the dad. So the dad never, he, I think that he really, I mean, he obviously really did have a business trip that he had to go to, mm-hmm. but he never, I don't think he ever made it to the airport. I don't think he made it out of town. So like, no. so did they kidnap him like that night as I, well? I'm going to say yes, because they found his car in the bushes down oh, the street. yeah. I forgot so, to bring that up. They found his, his dad's car in like the, in a yeah. ditch. So Gail Weathers and Dewey went for a walk and they found um, the dad's car like hidden away in some brush. You know what I think? I think that they he was like on his way to leave for the airport and he got in his car and they, they like chloroformed him or something. Yeah, knocked like him out. In there. Drove his car out to, you know, and of course BFD. they would leave it right across the street from Stu's house because they're idiots. Yep. Yeah, and they probably just had him in Stu's house. I'm telling you, for dude. days. So where creepy. are the parents, you guys? Yes. Where are these parents? Where are the? F- there, there's no parental supervision. Not at They're all. Just doing whatever they want. They're just having this party on a random night. Like you, what? Wow, that was not my experience. Not at all. As a teenager. Um. But oh, and also the one-liners, you guys. The quotes in this movie. I mean, we could quote this movie all day. Mm-hmm. It's so quotable, so good. Um, I And last thing I want to say, I think this would have worked well, too. So Wes Craven directed this movie, which is just tops. Mm-hmm. It's amazing, right? Sam Raimi was also offered Scream, who, who? Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Dude, he would have done a good job too i think because mm-hmm. he does horror comedy very well yes that's true um but yeah that's all i gotta say about that uh, my week has been really great i watched um i've been playing a lot of borderlands a lot of borderlands 3 level 27 damn dude um i watched i wonder if i mean i watched Candyman again but at the, it wasn't the first time i'd seen it i um, I've seen that movie a couple times. So there, I don't think there's any like new things that I've seen. Um, did you say you were level 27 on Borderlands? Yeah. yeah. I'm level 27 and wow. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That is cool. And, th- and then when we level to 28, I'm 28 years old. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, it's been good though. I, you know, just kind of a regular week. Nothing to really, nothing to report. I really want to see the Joker movie. Oh, same dude. Yeah. So bad. I yeah. See it. I've it- heard that it's really amazing. There's a podcast that I listen to a lot that just did an episode on it and I want to listen to it so bad, but I want to see it you first, you know? Spoil anything, yeah, yeah, totally. I feel it. 
So, but that's really it. How's your week been? My week has been fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's it's a good I think we're getting into um we're getting the Arizonans are calming down because, because fall is happening. Yeah, because it's not so hot outside. It's the um, time for flirty. It's the time fun. for comfy sweaters. Cud- almost, almost, cuddles, almost. More yeah, cuddles. Yeah, cuddles. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. I really want to thank you guys for listening again. Um, please, please, please rate and review on iTunes. Uh, I can't stress that enough. We would really appreciate it. Um, that's how we like get seen and heard. Exactly. And um, if yeah. you want to follow us, we're on Instagram at flick chicks official. That's where we do all of our news. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm uploading, um, pictures of you know some of the horror movies i watched throughout october yes yes we take so, polls and ask questions yeah. and stuff like that we want to know what you guys think or have any movie recommendations um or even just you know tell us about what you like about us i just think that like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> compliment us tell us what you like um i this is a really great time because i just have a great excuse to watch scary movies all day so um if you have a suggestion of a movie we should watch like a hidden gem that you you know of that no one else has seen please 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 recommend it um i know that we're covering a lot of like the biggest like releases in horror but we i promise you we will cover some not so not so popular stuff too we 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 like everything um I think that I want to cover some big ones this month just because it is Halloween and it's such a, like, it's just so hype. Um, Oh, yeah. And we're doing a poll right now. Uh, We're doing a poll to choose the movie that we're going to cover on October 28th. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's between Halloween, Friday the 13th, and Nosferatu. Yep. You got it. We will cover all those eventually, but this is going to, this is like our Halloween episode. So it's going to be special. It's going to be epic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you want to follow me, Sheridan, I'm at your Goliath pal on Instagram. I'm pretty much just active on Instagram. Um, I'm always like posting polls and questions and pictures of my cat. So yeah, you can find me there. And uh, my name is Chelsea. And um, hi. And if I'm you want to follow me, no, shut up. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Instagram at lunar underscore waifu. Um, I post a lot of stuff. Buy her art, you bitch. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I post a lot about me and my puppy Evie, and I love you guys. <laughs> we love you guys. This has been our first episode of October. Spooky October. month. Oh yeah. Ooh, 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 I'm scared. Oh. Scared. Ooh, don't. <laughs> um, we are going to be recording our next episode on Wednesday this week because we are covering the fly. Yes. yes oh, yes. I'm so excited for that one. We're going to have a guest for that one. It's going to be epic. So excited. Um, yeah. So get hyped for that next week and we'll see you then. We this are has been another episode of the flick, flick chicks. chicks.